Welcome to Beyond the Artists. I'm your host, John Leonardo. And today we have Chantrell. This is one of my favorite episodes that we've recorded. And I actually think it's one of the most important ones. We get real on a lot of things and we share uh, some things I think a lot of people are dealing with and not speaking out loud about. So it's been very important to me to get it out there. Please reach out to me. If this speaks out to you, I, w- I want to hear from you. Um, if, if we can help in any way, let us know. Thank you, as always, to our sponsors, Game Day Media, Iron Mike, and Cafe Joe. And most importantly, thank you to you guys. You guys have been great. So without further ado, Beyond the Artists. It is Thursday <laughs> afternoon at 1230, yes. and we all just took a shot of espresso. I'm kidding. It was tequila. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're Even sitting better. here with, Stop, at Chantrell with ones instead of the L's, correct? Yes, How do you explain that taken. to people? I just, I mean, it's my name, except when I try to type it in the first time, someone apparently got it like four years ago. She never uses it, though. Did so you DM her? I tried. She didn't respond either. Okay. Um, so, yeah, two number ones, which made me feel like, you know. So, Sh- at Chantrell with ones. With ones instead of L's. Instead of L's. Instead got of it. Us. And then we have a surprise guest, her friend. My best friend B is here. What's up, yes. B? B? Also, yes. what you don't know outside of the art part is I sing as well. Uh, I saw your live story. That. So, you're, we met because you came and painted at Essex. Mm-hmm. And so, you've been doing some murals, but you're known for your tattoo work. That. And yeah. then also now you're a singer. So, how long have you been... Tattooing? Um, tattooing straight out of high school, actually. I started when I was 17, practiced on myself, and then a bunch of my friends were like, hey. What was the first one you did? Uh, my nickname, Shani. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, a bunch of my friends were like, hey, can you do this? And I was like, uh, sure, let me see if my aunt will let me real quick. I was still, like, not ready to mess up on people because... Mm-hmm. I realize, like, when you do that, it's not as forgiving as painting on something where you can, yeah. yeah. Can't spray paint over it. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But, yeah, um, from there, and then I kind of did because I, like, I want to say I'm, I'm a creator instead of just creating. I like that. Because um, if it's art, I want to do it. I'm hands-on with everything, whether it be music or just anything creative. Nice. And yeah. so you started as a tattoo artist, and when did you transfer and say, I want to start painting now? Um... I don't know. I think drawing, painting, that's always been something I've done. My mom actually taught me how to draw when I was in elementary school. So I started off with pencils, and I was drawing on walls and stuff there. Does that count? Oh, really? Yeah, it <laughs> totally that count counts. Does murals if you're doing on your walls at home? It's weird. I, um, my brother used to paint, and I never – not paint, but he would draw and doodle. And I yeah. found one of his old notebooks. I was like, this is really that. good. I never did it until really? you know, like four years ago when I did my first mural. It's, oh, yeah, I'm a newbie. Oh, Oh. oh yeah, which is why oh, I, have this, I, I have this I this whole theory essence. of why awesome. I don't call myself an artist because I think it's disrespectful to true artists. So mm. how so? How so? Because if all right, so the somebody that's been doing art, practicing art, lifestyle. and training for their entire yeah. lives, gone to school for <laughs> whether they gone to school for not, but if they spend their whole life doing it and that's their profession and that's how they pay rent and they go there, that's an artist, right? I have respect yeah. for that, and so. Okay. That's not how I pay my rent. It's something that I like to do. It's a hobby, but I'm not going to call myself an artist because, again, I just think it diminishes that word. Same reason why I hate when somebody makes a T-shirt, sells it online, sells five of them, and calls himself an entrepreneur. Yeah, it's like, fuck you. No, you're not. No. You haven't been doing it, right? <laughs> not the same. I've been, you know, so anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I, always tell people, sometimes I throw paint on a wall and very little of that time it looks good, but I that's 
you know, that's what we do. No, your work's pretty but, awesome, though. Oh, thank you. What else more do you have nice to say about me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We need another shot. Oh, we need a shot? <laughs> Here, we can, bring, we can bring the bottle over there. Oh, um, blue moon's popping. Okay, cool. But, um... And so did you grow up here in San Antonio? Let's go back. Where'd you grow up? Oh, man. Okay. Um, all over the East Coast, I want to say. I was born in New York originally. Nice. Spring Valley. Um, okay. Upstate. And my mom moved to Texas on a Greyhound when I was four. So, so you and mom. And any my brother? little sister. Little sister. little sister. She's two years younger. Um, law student. She's amazing. She lives in Atlanta. Um, yeah. So it was me and my sister and my mom. We hopped on a bus, moved to Texas, and she fell in love with the state. She's been here since. Me and my sister, however, have gone here back to New York, to Atlanta, um, North Carolina. I have family in Virginia. Nice. Literally all over the East Coast. I've never where, been. Where in North Carolina? Greensboro. Nah, I went to Elon University in really? Burlington. Awesome. My sister yeah, yeah. was going to go to Duke. Oh, okay. Awesome. awesome. I love it. I lived in Raleigh for um, about five years after college. It's one of my nice. favorite states. I love it there. It's so peaceful. Yeah. Like Everything is beautiful there. I love it. It really is. Um, and so you moved down here with your mom and sister. You're four years old. Mm-hmm. When did you first leave your mom here and why um i want to say i was 14 15 and i moved in with my aunt she lived in atlanta um i guess a teenage girl is like a handful so i have an older um, sister i saw (laughs) saw my mom had two of us and um i was going through like this really big rebellious phase where i just wanted to cut all my hair off and like do everything wild that i could possibly do um and I guess, I don't know, my aunt was more accepting of the changes that I was going through. So at the time, it was like a great idea for me to just try something new. It was weird because I separated from my sister. But yeah, moving to Atlanta was like the biggest thing, I think, like that started my art okay. career. Like it was like, oh, my God, everybody here is like creative. Everybody has blue hair and everybody's painting mm-hmm. on stuff like i just want to be a part of everything um yeah that's what but i got I, into tattoos and everything else and so you're 14 15 i was yeah. what are you ninth grade is te- what's how old are you i was a is? freshman going sophomore year in high and school. your mom said fine go if you want to yeah. go do that go and i moved to atlanta and you left your friends I, everything and i started off was whole there any backlash of that with your sister or any oh, of your good friends with my sister especially because it was more of like i didn't feel like i left the state and i moved to a whole new cool state like i didn't see it as this great leap of faith and oh my god i get to go be great i said like my family's spitting up like i need to oh, i yeah. need to like i miss my little sister we were on the phone all the time and trying to get her to understand hey maybe it's just, I'm going through growing changes. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll just be cooler for me to just, you know, like, come here. Come live with me. But I think this is awesome. I'm not leaving Atlanta. Like, yeah. um, Definitely now it's affected us, but not so much to where it's not understood. Like, well, they needed it, I guess. What do you mean now it's, it affects you guys? Does she still bring it up? Is there, yeah, oh, really? <laughs> Occasionally. It's more of like, well, you don't understand because you left. Or, Ooh. like, you didn't, like, so, yeah. Yes. but I'm back now and better than right? ever. I'm like... I grew up, like, I grew up, I grew up, like, you gotta, I don't know, um, for the longest I tried, like, to make up for it, you know, try to make up for lost times, I feel like I missed a lot of my sister's life, saw her major, major, like, moments in graduation and everything I could make it to, I mean, I was poor at the time, I was, like, 19, I couldn't, I'm not buying a flight, um, but, (laughs) so, trying to make it and be there for everything that I couldn't, like, I can't make up for that, Mm -hmm. but as of now, it's like, okay, well, we're an adult. Like, let's. You want to go get your nails done? I'm sorry, I wasn't there. Let's, let's, let's go shopping. Like, <laughs> I miss you. Do you want back. dinner? <laughs> like, 
Um, food helps a lot. Is it the just the <laughs> other day we were talking about how the word selfish has oh, such man. a negative connotation? It yet shouldn't. It shouldn't, right? Like you oh, had to go no. do what you had to do in Atlanta to be a better human being. I would not be this person had I not right. moved. Like, and you're probably way more effective in life and and as a human to your family, to your sister, to the people Definitely. around you because you did that. So versus staying here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, it's easier when like someone can be like, "Hey, you're walking away from something," versus trying to make it work. However, some things need to kind of you need to move around so you can evolve and you can grow with times and grow with spaces and people. Yeah, and change is, is good sometimes. Always cleansing. Good. Always good. And so, when did you move back to San Antonio here? Um. It's already October. Wow, this year is going by fast. But yeah, it's been about a good two years. Oh, so we must back. have met pretty... Right, when I moved back. Yeah, yeah, So my live painting at Essex was my first art thing since I had moved back to the city. Nice. Like, thank you, guys. That was awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, and you guys are actually the only mural I have out here in San Antonio. So you've done two with us now. Mm-hmm. And now you're going you're gonna gonna to touch up this weekend. By the time Definitely. this comes out, it'll be way after. Um, man. The event. So, so we've already would have an amazing event, and you have an amazing mural over at Fifty One Essex Street yes. at Chantrell with the two ones two instead ones of L's instead of L's. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so how do you like how do you like being back here so far? Um, when I first moved back, I actually cried because the neighborhood that I lived in, I moved back into like the new version of it. It's amazing and it's beautiful and everything. Um, but I grew up in the old Wheatley Courts. Where's that? Um, I don't live here. You know. Walter, no. Oh, you do. You're like in DC, yeah. right? Well, I was in DC for a little while, but I my roots are in now are in Los Angeles. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've so never been. To LA. People are always like, "Oh, like you know this neighborhood." I'm like, actually, I have no, no idea what you're nothing. talking about. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm actually like nine minutes away from here. Okay, so I moved back and I literally cried. Like they tore down the entire neighborhood. The middle school that I went to is closed down, and like. Granted, the elementary and everything is still cool. Um, but everything had changed so much, and I didn't understand why it was happening at first until I realized, wow, there's so much graffiti around here, and nobody's in jail for it. Or, like, like there's so much – everybody looks at, like, um, like growth as a bad thing. But I moved back, and I was sad at first, and then I realized it's going to be so much more beautiful once people can feel like they can walk outside mm-hmm. and – and either express themselves or bring their families out or walk their dogs and do them like everything. I don't know. It's different. It's different and it was scary, but now I'm excited for it. The first time I ever saw a face tattoo, and then we're going to talk about yours. Really? But oh, the first time oh, I ever no, saw no, it, no, wasn't, no. it wasn't with you. <laughs> it was in Wynwood, probably, this must have maybe like 10 years ago now, oh, man. Uh, 11 years ago. Because it's so a Wynwood in Miami, you know, outside of Miami yeah. where they allowed street art yeah everything to be there and so at the time though the first time i ever went there um i was meeting eric kersman shout out to eric uh for coffee and i took a wrong turn and there was a guy with a bandana and And tattoos (laughs) all over his forehead oh man where you know and i was like oh yeah and he's like yeah he's like this is still up and coming now 10 years later you know, it's that. moms and carts with kind wow. bars, that. like, you know, Bracing walking their around. dogs and stuff, and, and it's cool. Also, they it's just, also have face tattoos now. Yeah, like, everybody looks like, um, whether or not you have, yeah. And there's art everywhere. And so it I, it speaks to what art can do for a community. But then also there's that flip side of, you know, that. gentrification. And, you know, how does that affect, you know, that, that type of those economics there? So, but um, 
Speaking of face tattoos. Yeah. When did you get your first one? My first one. Um, and we'll put a picture up on, we'll take pictures oh, man. together <laughs> after this so people can see. I had a dove, actually, like where this feather is now. Okay. There was a dove right here. Yeah. Um, 2015. It's a bold move. It was a bold move. My aunt was like, wow, so you just never want to work for anybody in your whole life. Like, That's oh. the goal. <laughs> You're like, now, okay, now, now you get you it, auntie. Get it, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. It only took you how long? Um, so I got it, and it was awesome. I felt like I was doing something major. Two, three months later, I was like, wow, this shit looks like a weed plant from far away. And it didn't go well. Uh, at all so the whole get a face tattoo because it'll change your life and all of that no i completely regretted it immediately i was like i didn't this is why she said don't touch my face so i had to get a cover-up and then one became now it's not even now i need like (laughs) and now i'm like covered and i was like it's it's a good thing i'm in this generation because 20 years ago like i would be looked at like like, do you whoa. think 20 years ago, because your surroundings are the things that have shaped you, and yeah. so do you think 20 years ago those surroundings would have been different enough where you may not have even thought of putting something on your face? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you can't, you'll Deb, never really yeah. know, but yeah. 20 years ago, I was six, um, but I can say as a six-year-old, so even math, then. you're 26. Yes. Got it. Um, <laughs> Just wanted to check. Those days were different. Like, as a six-year-old, even then, I was chasing the streetlights home and, like, outside playing football and stuff with boys. Nowadays, they have iPhones and can, like, like jailbreak anything by that age. Like, I, I think, think my nephew taught like, me how to use my iPad. <laughs> having tattoos in general, even. Yeah, that. years ago was, like, you know. Yeah. Like tattoos were still very... Yeah taboo People, like yeah. my mom had some growing up and i remember growing up and seeing them and i was like going in elementary and drawing on myself she was like maybe you shouldn't be in a rush to get these because i'm having a hard time with jobs and like all like everybody judges me for that and she's never been a jail a day in her life but she has like her neck done and her mm-hmm. hands so she like she looks oh. like and i'm like i mean is there a way I can be cute with it and still have them? Because I'm going to draw myself anyway. Like, I think you're wearing them well. Do you, you have any? It. No. None. No? She's how like the complete opposite. How many do you think Michael has? <laughs> how many think? How many do you think Mike has over here? We have two mics in the studio. So you have none? Okay. I don't, I don't have any either. No? Oh, man. I told him I think, I think you could pull something off. Yeah, I think so. I should get a face tattoo. <laughs> you. And I we like the under thing to be. Yeah. The ice cream, right? The ice cream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like crybaby right here. Like a teardrop. So when we were, uh, I think I was, I was fourteen. My brother was fifteen. We got our first fake IDs, and this ties into a tattoo story. Oh, man. And I remember going to Boston and Tremont Street, and anyone from Boston will know because that's where everybody got their thing. I remember where my brother forbid me to tell this story at his wedding, but I'm gonna tell right now. <laughs> Sorry, my um, Sorry, was like, bro. dude, it makes me sound dumb. And I was like, well, it's kind of. So we're sitting on the train back, and I look over, and I'm like, yeah, I got my fake id like i'm gonna go buy so much beer yeah, so cool. but it was an identification card so people were still like no i'm not accepting this <laughs> yeah. um but we're sitting on the train back and he's like counting his fingers putting his fi-. he's like oh shit I'm like what he goes dude it says i'm 20 he had to wait like five months wow. <laughs> he did the math wrong <laughs> <That's> crazy. <laughs> i was like come on still man oh, oh yeah he wait like five months so i like buy That's beer for him and his friends loud. every now and then but so we were in, we have family in California. We came out, we'd come out for two weeks every summer and we'd go out to Huntington Beach and, you know, out there, kids are flipping their hats the other way and got tattoos and skateboarding, like yeah. whole new world from us Boston kids playing hockey and, you know, doing whatever the fuck we do. Yeah. And so um, we went to a little tattoo parlor one day 
And I was going to get a big one right here. And Mike was going to get... Where's right here for the listeners? Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Nobody can see that. <laughs> uh, on my ribs. Right Bad on my idea. ribs. Horrible idea. Yeah. You, um, but you actually got it? No. Oh, okay. So and then Mike was going to get one on his arm. And then the guys were basically... We like went through concepts. He's like, okay, we're about to start sketching them up. Like, after this, you have to pay. Whether you do it or not. Oh, and we both kind of looked at each other and then hopped on our huffy, mm. you know, bikes and, yeah. and rode away. And um, I don't have any. Okay. And oh man, they're still committing. You gotta commit. Well, I also like yeah. I've recently That's discovered smart. as much as I think that I'm not an, have an addictive personality, I do. So I think yeah. I would do one, would and I would just go, go full crank. sleeve. I started off with yeah. like. I was like, I'm only going to do my left side. I just want my sleeve done. My first tattoo was this rose right here. For You can't see me, but it's on my neck. Like, Yeah, um, pretty high up, too. Yeah. Noticeable if so you have a shirt So I got on. it, and then... And that's a pretty sensitive... My family, right, my family was like... I'm sorry, I'm kind of short. My family was like, so... You should have just got your chest, because we can see that with a t-shirt. You're and like, oh, like, I'm point. like, wait. <laughs> so now I got to go all the way down, and it... One side turned into everything, like everything. <laughs> I started when I was 18, 17, actually. Um, so yeah. What's the difference between if you're doing a tattoo, somebody comes in and says, hey, I have this idea for my tattoo and I want to do it. But when you're painting, you have to come up with the ideas. Are you tapping into different sides of your brain for that or different like inspiration? Hmm. So, because of commission, that was a pretty good question. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, that I was like good. that. Um, <laughs> Because of commission works and stuff, um, mm-hmm. literally art pays my bills. So everything creative I do, that goes for that. Um, but people literally come to me like, hey, I need you to paint this. So I actually use whatever side works for that part. <laughs> um, yeah. um, and that probably that happens more with and, tattoos than... Yeah. With tattoos, painting? though, surprisingly, I've been getting a lot of people who want me to like do my own work on them which was the goal like the goal was to be able to tattoo as well as i paint that's awesome So i'm like wow like i get to this is a fucking awesome (laughs) like um i think the first person that came up to me to tattoo like something i did i want to say in 2013 14 and she still had the screenshot it was like the pixels where it was like iphone four days so like the pixels and everything were gross um but that was probably one of the most rewarding experiences because it was like whether or not it be painting or murals or somebody's paper or like anything, like these are really going to live forever. And like people screenshot screenshots yeah. are actually really important. I didn't realize you still had them because I don't even still have them. Like I, right. I've seen pixels I didn't even do, um, didn't even remember I did. <laughs> okay, Why? now I'm ranting. Taking, Let's go. Because you were taking tequila shots. Probably. You it's, it's, it's <laughs> a <thing>. I feel <laughs> it. <laughs> well, speaking of that, Topo Chicos are like my favorite. My favorite soda. Never even heard of them before I came here. Are you serious? Never heard of Topo Chico. Oh, my God. When did you get here? I've been coming here for... Actually, this is the... So, I've, I came here a little bit before, but this month is a two-year... Mike, do you know this? It's a two-year anniversary of Essex doing our first mural. Really? So, yeah. So, I think you you pretty much started when I moved back. Like Yeah. October okay. 20... So minus two years. know too much about Essex? She's never been to Essex. I'm taking I her like, to the taco you? festival thing. Oh, yeah. It's, and I'm um, born and raised here, and I still I don't. It's a make future site of a, of a development of you know apartments and restaurants and things like that. But right now, it's a it used to be a pallet factory. So there's you know the wood pallets that they put in uh, you know under oh, huge yeah. crates. So they used to make that there, and it caught on fire. And now when you have a oh, building wow. full of dry wood, nothing you can do. And you can look online; the flames were like 1,200 feet in the air, like what? thing burnt down. That's and so crazy. what's left of left of it is concrete. Uh, loading dock bays and it's really cool and so 
um, Jake Harris and Anton Bay from Harris Bay. They're they're going to be building stuff there, and um, I met them over in Miami actually during Art Basel when I was doing a mural, and they said, you know, how can we build community using art? And so we just started bringing artists. And you out. did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so every month we'd have an event. We bring out different artists, and that first month we had Moncho at Moncho nineteen twenty nine. Shout out because he came out. I mean, we, we didn't have a scaffolding then, so there's a ladder. It's like 110 degrees. Oh, He's man. pouring sweat. He was like, just <laughs> keep my Diet trooper. Cokes cold, and, like, I'll just going to keep painting. And <laughs> um, Oh, yeah, and it was, like, 50 yeah, people. Sure. And some months, you know, we have 500 people out there. Some months we have, you know, 100. Uh, but every day the gates are open, and there's yeah. constantly people just my going in there. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, very dog-friendly. And so, um, again, this will air after, but there's a taco fest going on this, this upcoming weekend there, which will be fun. So. Connecting. Yeah, connecting I'm bringing her. I'm definitely driving. Yeah, it's down. fun. And, I don't, and, I don't, oh, yeah. and for me, it's like I get to come down to San Antonio and hang out with awesome artists every every month. So it's like a nice so little vacation kind of oh, getaway. So you don't live here. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to San Antonio because yeah. it is. It's, it's a, a great... cool. It's a sleeper city. Yeah. Whenever I bring I people here, they awesome. they never expect it to be what it is. Well, definitely not. I think it's because the people here are so like. Uh, I feel like if it was like this when I was a teenager, I probably wouldn't have left. Like if I felt like it was more. This is the fastest. I'm one of the fastest growing cities right now, which is. Well, it's also the number seven largest (laughs) population. Fact check me on that. I'm not sure. I I do think you're right. Um, All right. Real quick while we have it here, because I can't forget. I got to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Iron Mike. Yay. Hi, Iron Mike. So Iron Mike, they, if you're a podcaster, they helps you create a website for the podcast automatically pulls in all your info and it spreads it out and so in yeah. about mm-hmm. 15, 15 minutes or so you can um michael is just what are you signaling <laughs> over here you got sign language My happening goodness. i'm, I'm trying to do a sponsor shout out <laughs> that's why I'm, I, you know i tried to be not Iron distracting, Mike, distracting you're flaring your arms <laughs> everywhere airplane Jeez. arms down there. Like, okay <laughs> Sign up for Iron Mike. Yeah, ironmike.fm. Ironmike.fm. Come check them out. They, they, if you're running a podcast, you set up your website. It pulls everything really easily. They're awesome. I love them. The guys behind it are really good friends of mine and really excited to have them on board for this. So anyways, shout out to Iron Mike. Ironmike.fm. Check them out. Back to normally scheduled programming. Um, when you Do you like painting in front of people or not? I actually prefer that. To paint um, in front of people? Yeah, because when I'm at home and I'm working by myself, or usually my dogs are like sitting on my lap or something, I'm never alone. What kind of dogs um, do you have? I have a Dachshund mix and a Chihuahua mix. Mm, which one do you like better? Rocket. He's a Dachshund mix. I mm. got him first. I don't have favorites. I'm not allowed to say that out loud. But I'm the third <laughs> but... child and I'm the favorite in my family. So how does... Really? Yeah. My grandma told me I was her favorite, so I realize that people have them anyway. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I know, sorry. We digress. Um, so when you're painting in, you like to paint in front of people? I like painting in front of people because when I'm at home, um, I don't know. I can't. Sometimes I don't know where I'm going with it, and I'm just more so in the moment. If I have 18,000 people around me, not even. I don't even know why I said that big of a number. I've never painted for Have you ever had 18,000 people around No. The most has been like, I want to say like five, 600. I wish we were going to have 18,000 right? people at the taco. That'd be <laughs> yeah, awesome. I mean, it's tacos. It's mm-hmm. San Antonio. True. It's probably And Twisted possible. Tea. That. Uh, and twisted tea. She loves twisted tea. Oh, it's, it's the twisted bro. tea. It's a Mexican staple. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, they have a thing called. Um, and clearly, our ADD is going through. The yeah, right now. we'll get back to. Wait, to no, no, no. Hold, let me finish. I'm gonna lose yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right, right, Okay, right, I like painting in front of people because um, 
sometimes I have people ask me questions like, hey, so what does this mean to you? Or, hey, how are you feeling right now? Or why'd you do that line? Where did that come from? Why'd you choose that color? And it's like, hmm, why did I do that line? And I could think about more what I'm doing versus just doing whatever and throwing paint at home. Do you think any of that's bullshit, though? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I I prefer to... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it's simple. Sometimes I, as an artist, you don't realize it but even if you are a painter you are in the entertainment business mm-hmm. especially nowadays when everything's mm-hmm. online and instagram and facebook and it's, everything's visual yeah. so you have to in a sense show people what they want to see so if i have people behind me and they're like hey i like this color or hey that i'm able to Feel. oh so and then i realize the crowd behind me gets bigger because i'm now painting what everybody behind me wants to see versus mm. what i want to paint I don't know about that though. I like it. That's kind of like a, a people pleaser sometimes. That's like a DJ <laughs> being like, "Yeah, I love when people come up and tell me what to play." And I've never oh. met a DJ that ever says that. I was like, "No, fuck you. This is the set I'm doing because this is my music and my See, art." See, there's a difference and between like me painting and then people having and coming up and asking questions versus like, "No, I need you to do that," or like, yeah, "I don't really true. like what that looks like," and like nobody's ever. Nobody's really been that bold to be like, hey, I don't, where are you going? What are you I'm doing? I'm going to come up to you on Saturday. <laughs> what is it doing? Like, oh, that's so, where you're doing that? Yeah. Oh. It's like, are you sure you want to? <laughs> that's a lot of white. Like, um, yeah, they might be thinking it, but no one's ever actually said it out loud. So I think. Get more confident, people. Yeah. No, I have, my little sister literally can, she can read anything about my life. Like I can be feeling myself and thinking I'm having the most amazing day and I look cute <laughs> and all of that. And she'll come out and be like, mm, that was all right. I mean, but you could have, it's a little bit more shading right there. Do you think it's a little bit more, it's still that resentment (laughs) building up inside of her because you left her in Atlanta? Don't remind her. That's good though. It humbles you. It does. It reminds me I'm human. Like my family literally reminds me every day, no matter how many followers or how popping you get, like they will still tell you everything about Mm -hmm. yourself that you could want to forget about. Because they don't give a shit about that They don't care about none of it. They don't care how many likes and whatever. Oh, man. I love it. They're the realest people in the corner. They will continue to embarrass me no matter how famous right. I get. <laughs> have, you, have you changed some of your art or tattoo direction or even music direction um, based on some of your followers? And, and now that – was it a re, was it a gradual growth or did you kind of all of a sudden come into um, what you have right now at, at Chantrelle with Ones? I don't say C-H-A-N-T-R-E-1-1-E. Um – I don't think I changed because of the followers. Um, my art and the way that I painted for the longest, I didn't even know how to do faces. So I was just painting like a bunch of naked bodies, like intertwined. and Some of them having sex, as I've seen. Some of them, yes. Yeah. I like erotic art. Um, also sex sells. So back to painting what people want to see. I realized when I was putting things on my website, a bunch of people would order this versus like just a portrait of somebody they wanted to see. What's kind your of website? Um, the Black Mushrooms at Big Dark, blah, BigCartel.com. Um, should I spell that out to you? No, but I have a lot of questions about the website, but finish your story. Okay. The Black Mushrooms, Chantrelanor is my real name, and that's what it means in French. Chantrelle okay. is a mushroom. Oh, it is? Yes, and mm-hmm. Lenoir is the black in Okay, French. what about Big Cartel? Big Cartel is just like a Etsy, it's just a platform. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, no yeah. further questions. On okay, the now. Cartel, <laughs> you've answered, that's you've the biggest question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, it's yeah, it's a mushroom. Oh, fuck. In what language? No, what it's is... an actual mushroom. Uh, oh, like that's the name? Okay. Yeah, it's the name of a mushroom. Is it a um, it's psychedelic no. mushroom? Or? No, it's one that people cook with and eat mm-hmm. and stuff. What gave you all the okay. idea of doing a podcast? 
Um, well, mostly because I don't get to see a lot of people okay. just because I travel a lot. And then when I get home, I kind of get into work holes because mm. when I travel, I have a hard time. Like, you know, you're, I explained it when I'm traveling, it's a lot of reactive work where I do what I have to do. Things come in. I take care of them, but it's not (laughs) like proactive work. Right. And so when I get home, I have a lot of proactive work that I need to do. And so I thought that differentiate the the two. (laughs) The difference is, um, what's this easy way to explaining it? Uh, okay. Handling things for clients that you have. It's like, Oh cool. Like I got to do this. Clients I have that other people bring to you or like if, if you hire me to do something cool, I'm going to make sure that I don't lose you as a client. Like okay. I'm going to take care of you, all this stuff. And then proactive is saying, oh my God, I'm going to hit up boom, 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 boom for new clients. Okay. Right. I guess okay. that's like okay. a, one example of proactive. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you're still doing work and you know, I mean, we obviously have a lot to do like this weekend coming up and anytime that I am here, there's always, you know, a lot of things to do. It's just, it's just hard when you're traveling. Um, and I thought that, so two things, one, I wanted to use this podcast as a way to sit down with friends that are artists and hang out with them and talk to them about certain yes. things. And, uh, and I feel two, like this is the longest conversation we ever had. So I appreciate this. Yeah, this, this is this great, is, right? It's awesome. Um, and then in two is, as I talk to more people on this podcast, I kind of realized that, you know, I'm not the only one going through certain things and everyone yeah. is going through shit. Everybody and it's kind of nice yeah. to like yeah. realize so that it's like, like, you're not alone. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, okay, Definitely. we're, oh, we're all dealing with stuff. Yeah. Like, and that, I think that lightens the load a little bit. If my mom and my dad are the only people that probably not even my dad, if my mom and her friends are the only <laughs> people that listen to it, I'm okay with it. Like yeah. this is, uh, this is here to have fun. Michael's sitting there like, yeah, fuck you, dude. We're, <laughs> we're, we're pre- no. I'm just a tech monkey. <laughs> my opinion doesn't matter. No, I, I think, and I think it's fun. And also I always think it's fun to connect with folks and it's hard to do it in a, it's an excuse to hang out with people and talk to them. Awesome. I like That's this. That's like to boil it all I down. I got to figure out how to bring people in. And we did. Um, so Beyond the Artist was actually, I was talking about doing this. It's the longest project I ever talked about doing without doing. Hmm. Um, usually when we talk about something, we just, we go ahead and do yeah. it. And I, I was having brunch with a friend of mine, Ashwin Jacobs, who has New Hollywood podcast. So shout out to at New Hollywood. Um, and we were at brunch and he's like, dude, we sat down a at lunch a couple of years ago and you told me about this how you want to do this not. which gave me the idea to do it and I've oh. now recorded a whole season and I'm about to do my second season and you haven't oh, even no, you gotta catch up but I think the thing is and and actually when we were editing my the other day on a podcast like this is this is it this is me right yeah and so there's that weird insecure level of what if somebody doesn't like it what if now I'm also there's the ego in there too you of like people are actually artist. gonna listen to it <laughs> I know right the only thing I get self-conscious about is when I paint something, right? Like, so if I paint something and what if they don't like it? Everything else. I'm... Oh, you get self-conscious. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. It happens. I mean, in 90% yeah. of the things that I do, I mean, you know, tall, you know, relatively okay jeans, like, you know, I'll, I'm okay. I have, I have a good confidence level. If I paint something now... I get like a little five-year-old kid scared to walk outside. Like it's oh, crazy. That's why you don't want to call yourself an artist because you don't want to put that brand it's on yourself. Pressure. Don't do the therapy on me. No, no, no. No armchair therapy on me. Get the AC on. I'm going to start sweating. Oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> oh, no, that's actually probably true. And that's why, because when we were sitting out at lunch, he's like, I don't understand why you haven't done it. You just, you, all you need to do is even just pull out your phone. You can record. And as I was digging into it more, it was because I'm, like this is it. Yeah. 
And if you have a conversation with somebody in real life and you say, you know, you have a conversation where you can yeah. react to how they're reacting. Mm-hmm. This is just out there. Yeah. And people are going to listen to it and then and they're going to place judgment on it. And, and I'm like, off energy is like a real thing. Yeah. It really oh, is. Man. Yeah. And what if they don't like it? And then what if they, this was see, not about, exactly. like, we talked about this on another, yeah. the last one we did. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no, no, fuck them. Like, why do you yeah, care? Yeah. I'm like, I, I actually don't. But then honestly, too, down, like, I, I think a lot of people more are like, more like, um, like receiving of like art. I don't think people are these days like so like fucking like so, you know. Yeah, it's true. Also, we're in a day and age where everybody is trying. It's to- like looking or trying to look like they got it together. Mm. Everybody is out here, whether you've been taking pictures, taking your selfies, like every, like you said earlier, everybody has their shit and everybody's going through something. Mm. So when you actually can hear like real life interactions and people like talking about their shit, yeah. it's like, oh my God. But I've also noticed too, like a lot of people more are like m- more celebrity, like, you know what I mean? Like they celebrate more people, like yeah. instead of being so like, oh, like diminishing of people's Speaking like, of, art. it's Mental Health Awareness right? Day. Today is? Yes. Oh shit, World really? Mental Health Awareness Day. And yeah, so speaking of celebrating, I need everybody, if you have Take something wrong with you, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not done with That's that. probably not what Shout you should do to mental health. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I'm going to embrace mine. Right? Same. Um, <laughs> that part because right? it's made me so we're recording lot. this on october oh, 9th okay so today's mental health day yes wait 10th 10th yeah i was about to say that's it? what i said you didn't let me finish tequila, october 9th is yesterday <laughs> today is october 10th right. and that's what they were recording this on Damn it, mike mm-hmm. speaking of mental health day you deal with any of that yeah um who doesn't <laughs> right i want to say if you don't say it out loud you just really haven't like accepted that mm. everybody has their shit um, so in March of this year, I actually was in San Antonio Behavioral Health Center for a week. Um, after an attempted suicide, this is the first time I've actually gone public with this, Whoa. but I was then diagnosed with PTSD and MDD, which is major depressive disorder. Um, I have been going through this, I want to say since I was 18, as far as depression and all of that. And... I realized the older I got that the more people I hear say out loud, damn, I have anxiety Mm -hmm. or like, damn, I'm depressed right now or damn, I got this. Like people need to hear that out loud so that they can stop being afraid to say something's wrong. Like I lost somebody to suicide and it's because they didn't say something was wrong. So I think it's really important that people either advocate for it or if something's wrong, just let your friends know. Let your family know. Let people know what to look out for because if they don't know, they can't help. How so. do you How do you think – because I think even it's gotten harder for people to do that today hmm. to say, you know, even if you're best friends. Yeah. And you're sitting in a car on a two-hour drive to, hey, I just I want to talk to you about something. Yeah. Because there's this front, especially with social and- media of the – what everybody puts on everybody wants to think they have it together how did you break through that and how i know that you said this is the first time you spoke about that but yeah. did you reach out to people ahead of time or um outside of my boyfriend because he lived with me and immediate family nobody knew like i didn't tell anybody i didn't go on instagram and post this long ass dramatic message i didn't do that because i realized that this was no longer about that front it wasn't about my followers it wasn't about my website or anything it was about whether or not I wanted to live and I got so sad that I didn't feel that way so I realized I needed help and I didn't care 
who I didn't care who was watching. I didn't care what you thought. Like I needed, like I needed to be selfish. So I had commissions done. I was supposed to perform like twice that week. I had like three photo shoots booked, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm checking myself in. I need a hug right now. I need somebody to talk to." And I went and got help. And I need more people to do that because people are out here shooting shit up. Brave thing you could do. People are really out here destroying other people's lives because they don't realize something's wrong mm-hmm. or they're not taking the steps Projecting to fix it. Projecting that own energy. So like they're just giving it and just giving it, just giving it and destroying other people and making them sick because they haven't dealt with their shit. Mm. I don't want to be that person. So mm-hmm. if something's wrong with me, I'm going to fix it because I don't have kids yet. But when I do, I don't want to pass that down. And it's mm-hmm. so scary to think like, like even now that yeah. even our generation is barely even like accepting of it. Yeah. I think like my, cause my mom deals with like, you know, mental health, you know, and she's got like, um, like some pretty serious, but she's always been like super quiet about it. She's yeah. always been like, she's never checked herself in anywhere. She's very like, Oh, that's going to stamp you for the rest of your life. That, she and knows it's because of that. Yeah. With her, but she will literally, she won't. Like, she doesn't talk about it. She Even when I tell people, like, oh, excuse her, you know what I mean? Like, she'll be going through a, a fucking... And I'm like... She's like, don't tell anybody that I'm like... And I'm like, I'm not... A, why, that, why not? I had like, to stop being embarrassed of who I was. Yeah. Because I realized... Okay. I started saying, oh, my God, something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I'm fucked up. I'm all twisted inside. I can't get my brain right. I can't focus. I don't feel like me. Like, and I started like self-hating self-harming all of these things and i realized i can't do this to myself like and i can't do this to other people because do you think that is like a projection of like our society though i realized that in order to be a better me a great artist and to be a person that someone wants to listen to or someone wants to see their work and continue to support and Mm -hmm. i had to be real no. I had to be real with myself and I had yeah. to be real with everybody else. And I'm like, hey, I can't paint right now because I'm going through something. I can't even focus. Mm-hmm. So for the people that do collect my work, shout out to y'all. Um, I have people that have literally been supporting me for at least five years, buying That's works awesome. and everything. Like, And I appreciate that because they've seen me go through so many different stages. They've seen me come in and out of the hospital. They've seen me on medicine, off of medicine, and how I'm trying it out. And I try to be as transparent as possible to let people know that it's okay. I'm okay. I'm pretty cute. I'm talented. I got this. I'm 26. I still have room to grow. So it's okay like embrace it so you can fix it if you Mm -hmm. fix it we don't have to worry about it later we don't have to worry about any more mass shootings we don't have to worry about people blowing up because they had a bad day at work and then blowing up and doing something really dramatic like it doesn't have to be that bad you can say i need help get your help and then move on mental health is the reason why the world is the way it is that part (laughs) let's let's side note okay wow well sorry i mean i do no it's 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 a beautiful thing to say and um I think that because we talked about this the other day on on the Tonio podcast about that and depression and how it it does affect so many more people than um, it's being led on to, yeah. and that it is like sometimes you do just need to sit it's there real. and accept it. And be like, <laughs> cool, like hey, I'm I'm going through some shit right now. Um, I used to hide it a lot, and I would only call like my business partners, like hey, I'm out for the next two days. Yeah, like I can't. And that's yeah. and I couldn't. It's so weird because you sit there and you're like, I want to do this. I should do this, but I can't. Society, do, I can't. Like, I literally can't. Yeah. Like imagine people who work like real nine to fives. You know what I mean? Like who have to be there. I, that's such a good point because like, I do think about that. I'm like, Man, like, like it's, it's get fired only because like I 
that I, part i used to like i ha- i used to have to be like i think I, mean, I used to work at call centers call centers are fucking like the and worst you gotta place deal to, like, with everybody's so much energy i've called somebody angry up, it's so like, i couldn't even beep, imagine a whole nother call is like and they've got a whole nother problem you just solve somebody else's yeah again but that's just to make a living mind you like 11 bucks and these people are fucking like i was i pulled up to a fucking mcdonald's and i was like y'all they're taking orders and still cashing out at the same time like how and like people know, don't give you know, themselves time to process at all like they'll pay bills they raise kids they pay mortgage I they do all of these things the and they don't take time to breathe self-reflection like. <laughs> is a luxury so how do you how do you do that though because i i've caught myself in one thing like you know i we felt that met- yesterday when you text me and you're like no i got like yesterday and yeah. like all of that like i definitely so back to where we were, that's why we i was like no you're good do yesterday your thing and a few things popped up and yeah I so thank you for being flexible no problem with this but that's what happens and the thing is uh i was to a different podcast and they said listen if i told my my five-year-old self where i was now they wouldn't believe it <laughs> no. now i still know that i have a long way to go but like if i was like hey this is what you would be doing in, yeah. in 20 years I'd be like, well, I'd be 10 I'd if cry. I said 20. I'm about but, to cry. Yeah, <laughs> you can cry. Okay. You can cry. You can cry on here. No, that's, that's some deep um, ass shit, though. Uh, like, subconsciously, yeah. like, that's man. And so, I guess yeah. something that I've been trying to figure out, and I do have um, some new folks in my life that have been trying to help me with this, is slow down and appreciate what you're doing right now. Breathe. Yeah. Like, breathe. Mm. I had, I just became an aunt. Hey, I just became an uncle. Really? Awesome. October, October 2nd, last year. So he just turned one. Okay, so you didn't just become. He's one. I just became an aunt. No, you became an aunt. That'd be like. A year ago? I just turned 29. It's like, no, you're almost 31. (laughs) Like, well, a year ago, I just. Okay, whatever. You just become an aunt. So I'm new to this aunt thing. Well, I just met him for the first time in person. Oh, okay, there you go. This past weekend, we drove to Atlanta. How'd that go? Um, It was amazing. How was that conversation? Which you, conversation? You and the little baby. Oh, we talked about life, um, <laughs> drugs, women. We talked about a lot of things. And I let him know that everything would be okay. Mm. And for a moment, like, we just, I went off tangent. And so, um, for a moment, I was like, I want to be a baby for just like half a second. Just so I can learn to look around and appreciate and mm-hmm. just breathe. Like, he was so innocent and for a moment, I was just like, I just, I want to be one. I want to I just not so have to take things personally and like still My function. sister just had a baby um, like a month ago. And um, I went to go see little baby Allegra. Allegra? Allegra, yeah. That's cute. Allegra Grace Rafat. She's nice. an absolute little angel. And Aww. before, I was always kind of like babies, like, you know, whatever. Like, I don't really get it. Allegra Cole, like and off then, of... Um... Okay. Well, then I met her and she's lying there, just, you know, like a little doing it, looking around, like, you know, doing a little head yeah. bob. Like, I was like, wow, like life is so civil. And actually, so easy. My life was so civil because my sister was like, okay, you you got this for, give me 10 minutes. I'm going to go shower because you can't leave oh, a baby man. alone. Nah, at all. And her moose had to go out for something. In that moment, like, I learned I didn't want to be a parent and I was like, when I realized you know what? Actually, I have needed. one and I'm like, I'm never doing it again. It was a really like refreshing <laughs> thing because my phone rang a, a not like I'm that popular, but in that time, it just <laughs> happened to ring a few times of like work stuff, and I just ignored it all. I was like, no, I don't, I don't care. Like yeah. my job right now is to watch this little baby. I didn't. Nothing else. Like this is actually really refreshing. And I'm Mike, Niam, to call you in on this. I know you have a Niam, Mike Niam. Ooh, cool. is that a boy? Right. Uh, he has a little baby boy. 
Oh, he's what? Eight. Oh, right. so well, Mike, he got a man. You're out. You're out. I try to pull you. He got a... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mike just came five years ago. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, but it was like it was such a beautiful thing realizing that she's just taking in all like all this stuff, and which I also think is really beautiful when a baby locks eyes with you. That's and then they're like, like what? Who are you? what are you? Yeah, yeah. You do stuff. But selfishly, I was like, oh, this is cool because I literally can't think about anything else. Other than this baby, and that mind, like clearing that mind in that way, that was really like refreshing. Meditation. So do that. Yeah. If you have to go back to your niece or and all of that, just whenever you have a really shitty day, think about how you felt in that moment. How do you channel into that though? How do you channel? Do you smoke? I don't smoke weed <laughs> anymore. No, I've had my days with it. That's one way that you can do it, do it consistently um, enough. That. So what or you're saying that if wake I just smoke weed all the time? Well, not the weed, but <laughs> mess with, you know, play with your your niece or your. You know. uh, yeah, that that. go back for that moment. Um, yeah. If not, I Does had to really get you force myself sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or you can like smoke and it'll intensify every other negative feeling you had. I was, um, <laughs> that exactly. Yeah. So one day I realized that I couldn't find that moment anymore. And I was like so far gone. I was like, damn, like I don't, I don't even know how I felt to meditate anymore. I literally had to set an alarm on my phone, and I started scheduling myself. Like, sit down, mm-hmm. put your phone that far away from you. Either write mm-hmm. whatever you're feeling in that moment, sketch some shit, doodle, splat some paint, do whatever you got to do. But give yourself at least twenty to thirty minutes. If it's not in the morning, because that's the best time to do it. Get your brain mm-hmm. waking up and moving around um, before you go to bed. Like. Make sure you give yourself moments because you're going to have time for everybody else and then you're going to wake up and they're still going to be there. They're still going to need shit. They're still going to be calling your phone. Again, self-reflection. That. And one day you're going to wake up old and you're going to be bitter and you're going to be mean and you're going to have so much anger towards everybody because you didn't take... I'm going to be an awesome old guy. I'm going to be an awesome old guy too. I mean, (laughs) one of those. Um, You're going to wake up and you realize that you are unhappy because you didn't give yourself enough time to be happy. Yeah. So do that. Well, and it's also about enjoying that ride. I'm too. Right? Take shots. Do whatever you got to do. Well, Go it's for still a walk. One o'clock, and my phone's <laughs> sitting back here. Like, dude, calm down. We have a lot of work to do today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move the ball a little. All right, we're rounding third base here. So before we started recording, I think I asked, I made a joke about not asking about this, but I do want to know when's the last time you yelled at somebody? Because I feel like if you got mad at me and yelled at me, I would freak out. <laughs> okay, so oh, yeah. I'm not a sh- <laughs> I'm not sure if you're into like astrology and all that, but mm-hmm. I'm a Gemini. I live in LA, so I have to be whether I I'm like it or not. Gemini. I'm like, and I'm like, <laughs> what's your name and what's your sign? <laughs> so the last Thank time God I yelled at somebody, podcast. um, so when I do not take my medication. I'm on Prozac and Trazodone to help me sleep. Um, when I don't take my medication, I'm a whole different person. And that one's kind of mean. And it's like, uh, if you knew about signs, because I'm a real-life Gemini. What does that mean? So I'm a real-life Aries. You're an Aries? My mom's an Aries. I'm a, When's I'm your birthday? An, I'm in March 26th. Hers is the 23rd. I'm, I'm men an Aries. Aries like, versus two. women Aries are two totally different I think people. men versus women, period. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just there. Um, so Gemini, they're literally twins, like the sign, the symbol and all that. It's literally twins. True Gemini? Yeah. Like okay. if you look at Leo's the lion and all of that. Yeah. Ours is twins. Okay. Two different people. So you get this 
and then you, you get you get something else so completely. Is there any part of you though that was like I, I want to figure out one side and maybe don't listen to the bullshit of yes, astrology? And the part think about of twins? me that is now on medicine who can be brave enough to walk and say I need help because realizing that being bipolar or living with that much of like I really felt like two different people. But how much is ignorance is bliss, right? Like if you didn't, are you? I guess my question is, do you read into the Gemini side of oh, twins no, hell no. and place hell that? No. I actually do not like people. Like, if you meet me for the first time and one of your first questions is, what's your sign? I'm going to look at you like you're stupid. Don't, because... move, don't move to LA. Okay. Okay. It's okay. pathetic how Thank you. Like, much people um, care about that shit. When I meet somebody, I want to have a conversation with them. I want to see who they are. What did they do? What do you like? Let me see you on your bad days. How do you act when it rains? Do you mm-hmm. cry or are you happy? Do you dance? And that'll let me know who you are versus, oh, you're a Leo. Oh, I know about you. Oh, I heard about that. you. So you meet somebody yeah. and you are basing them off of someone completely different in your life, in your past, in a whole different time. Like, how? How can you just group? I think everybody here looks to just group people into whatever fits. Because it's, it's easy. People are lazy. Yeah. That. Oh, you're one of those. Okay. I know where to place you. Instead of mm-hmm. actually getting to know who I am. So if you piss me off, I can show you a different type of person. However, for the most part, I'm consistent. So I'm an, a- I'm an Aries. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? I don't know. What All I know mean? is my mom's an Aries. She's so cool. I mean, she you had like her? me. You so. like your mom? Yeah, she all right. She had me. Right, she so taught me everything we, I know. We're all right. You yeah. We're just all right. <laughs> we're good. I mean, I actually, she might be the only Aries I know. So... If well, that's a good thing, then I mean, that's a thing. you then. and I met each other. In, now you know two years. two years now. Okay. Yeah. I think we're friends. Okay. You're an okay. Aries? Oh, we have, we have another Aries in here. Really? Three of them now. When's oh, your birthday? I've your count. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. That's When's your birthday? Uh, April 16th. Siri, mm. put in my calendar. April 16th. Right? <laughs> Not good. I have a Samsung. 26? 26. Cool. What um, are you? Quiet in the corner. Virgo. Virgo. Oh, such a Virgo over there. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about those. Um, all right. So I actually don't know anything about you guys. <laughs> if you you're 26 years old yes. right now, you um, left house at 14, moved to Atlanta, came back here doing your thing. What advice would you give a younger self, if any? Maybe you just nailed it before. But what advice mm-hmm. would you give your younger self? To say, hey, you can go back. Just think about this stuff as you're going through what you're ha- what you know, where you're going through. You're always gonna fail, so keep fucking going. I fucked up so many times before I got good at anything. Like at anything, I, I messed up yeah. at least twelve times before that. Um, so yeah, I think that even if you're forty, <laughs> that was a bottle. Even if you're forty. Um, and you're diving into something new. Like, I know people who are a lot older than me who are now asking me for life advice and career advice and stuff. And it's like, whoa, chill out. I'm still figuring my life out. Um, but at the same time, go for it. Like, we're always going to be told no by somebody who either doesn't like the way it sounds mm-hmm. or is a hater. Um, and you're going to have so many doors closed before eight of them open. So just keep going. I 
didn't take a lot of chances as many, even though I took a lot of chances. I don't feel like I took as many as I should have. Why were you reserved? I grew up in church. So a lot of me was like, Mm -hmm. and then I bust out of the church. I got tatted up. I got to be myself. I started singing and everything was completely different. So it was like once I got past you know, the, the Christian values and everything. Like, you're not supposed to look like that. Don't dress Mm -hmm. like that. Don't be like that. I was able to embrace who I was and it was like, okay, well, I mean, this is what it is now. So (laughs) yeah. Well, I got to tell you that I like what it is right now. I think you're a beautiful human being. It's awesome. Inside and out. Thank you for being on here at Chantrell with ones instead of L's. With ones instead of the L's. We're at Games and Media. C-H-A-N-T-R-E-1-1-E. And we're at BTA Sessions. Hi, BTA Sessions. Thank you for having me. This is Beyond the Artist podcast. How often and I am do you do these? At John.Leo, J O N.Leo. Um, we do them. Clearly, I have no podcast etiquette. We do. No, you really don't. She's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like burping and stuff. We do, cra- we do them crash so course, right? So we're doing three today. Ooh. Okay. But you're already Are like we? gaining uh. so many like podcasts already. Well, Game Day Media does a lot of great podcasts. You guys do some big ones. So we're we're like the new up and comer where we got to show our skin and, and let it be known. But y'all aren't from here. All right, back. <laughs> I know you don't like. Anyway, okay. Shout y'all. You're yes. a beautiful human being. Thank I love so having much, this conversation Johnny. with you. This tonight. was awesome. And I'm glad that we I got because you, you know you're right. This is definitely the longest conversation that we've ever definitely. had. Definitely. And I feel like I know you more I, now. Yeah, and this yeah. is like really fun. It's it's always good to dive in. I'm going to get way too emotional right now. But <laughs> it's always good to dive into people's lives and and what they're dealing with and mm-hmm. um. I really appreciate you opening up about certain things and of thank you for being on here. Thank you for having and, me. And um, let me know when I can come back. This was awesome. Let's do it. We'll, we'll let's do a, we'll do a follow up. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you for joining me in Beyond the Artist. Be sure to subscribe and share this episode with all of your friends. Also, give us a follow at BTA Sessions on Instagram. You can find out what creative human beings we're going to have on here next. And also, thank you to our sponsors, Iron Mike, Game Day Media, Heineken, and Cafe Joe. Most importantly, though, thank you to all the listeners. Love your feedback. Love your support. Please keep it up, and we'll see you soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.